Hey, I was busy sending that. So, for those who don't know, CTF is basically a challenge that we create. Um, you know, capture the flag kind of style. We create it to kind of like just test the limits of what, not test limits, but to test different theories, concepts, and how you look at things. Um, for ours, is just a basic crypto challenge that goes from really easy to um, somewhat hard. I mean, none of them is really like rock solid hard because when I did that the first year, no one actually did it and people got confused and it was uh, a lot of fun of people going, I don't know how to do this and I'm getting lost. So we kind of tailored it down to make it more entertaining and fun. Um, so with that said, um, why don't we do some intros uh, with our guests first? Go ahead, Lurker, you wanna introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'm Lurker or, or Nathan. Um, uh, I've been in information security for about eight, uh, going in nine years. Um, I've mainly focused in incident response, uh, analyst work, um, dealing with, uh, you know, uh, corporate uh, incidents and issues that come up, you know, your, from your phishing to malware events, things of that nature. Um, so uh, I've been with my current company for like about six months or so, and that's kind of where we heard about the challenge from was uh, my management kind of dropped it through the grapevine and said, hey, here, if you guys are bored this weekend, you guys should check this out. So I uh, was really happy that that got in front of us. It was definitely a fun challenge. So thank you guys. Okay. And then we have uh, T Victory. Victory? I can't remember how to say. Yeah, no, no worries. I, I also go by Trey. Um, yeah, and and uh, like like uh, Nate, I uh, been in security for uh, not not quite as long, about five years. Uh, I started in NIT before transitioning over to uh, cybersecurity. Uh, currently work at uh, uh, with with Nate uh, with Nate and Nunzio as a uh, in a separate division for attack service management. Um, so not not quite in the uh, the operations game, but uh, enjoy it j just as much. Uh, and finally, I'm going to butcher the name again because I cannot pronounce certain letters. Uh, not sorry about that, but hey, it is what it is. Uh, Zam Zamaracer. Yeah, no offense taken. Uh, yeah, um, Zamaracer. Um, you can call me Nunzio. Um, I have about five years of cybersecurity under my belt. Um, right now, I work under under Nate, uh, security analyst uh, for the for our company, and um, yeah, I've I've only he he pushed me for my last position, so I haven't been here long. Um, but I got a uh, an inch deep and mile wide in terms of uh, incident response um, experience. So, um, given that perspective, I think helped uh, my two friends out here a little bit in the in the CTF challenge that you guys proposed and, and put forward. Okay. Well, let's talk about the CTF challenge. So the challenge was five levels. It wasn't nothing complex. Is and we're not going to go and give out any spoilers. So, if you still want to do the challenge. Go ahead, it's at uh, trimark.challenge.trimarksecurity.com. Hey, sorry. I, I only build a site. I don't build the domain names, <laughs> technically. You um, got there. Go you ahead. got there. Yep, go ahead and do it. Um, there's there's uh, five challenges to go through, and they go progressively harder, in my opinion. But I was told by Lurker and some others, and I think Jake, too, that the second challenge is probably the hardest of the five. Um, but again, it's not really, I don't know, my opinion, I don't think it's that much harder. But let's talk about it. Like, um, what what were some of the things you guys learned in the challenge? Or what was some of the fun stuff or some of the blocks you heard? Yeah. Hey, before so, you jump into that, I got a question too. Um, here, I tried to I just have questions. <laughs> I have questions. No. 
you guys yell at me for not talking enough on this shit. So, um, were any of you guys actually on prem? Were you at besides Charm, or were, was your management at Charm, or did they just see it like on Twitter, or like how did you all find the challenge to begin with? I believe it was the Twitter feed. Um, I, none of us were on prem, uh, unfortunately, because um, I've only heard amazing things about besides overall, but I've never been able to attend one myself. Cool. We'll dig. I've got more questions, but we'll let you talk about the challenge. Yeah. Um, so obviously, I, I will uh, avoid any spoilers or or information. Um, so so yeah, I think the interesting thing about it was at least for for challenge two of the the charm uh, challenge, uh, Trey and I were banging our heads against the wall uh, for probably about an hour or two, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And sorry, is is language okay to a degree? Yeah. Okay. Because don't say the. Don't say fuck or ass or any of those things. But other than that, okay, yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll avoid those specific words. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll keep it TOS friendly, of course. Um, we know how Twitch is. Um, so so yeah, we we were banging our heads against the wall, and we reached out to Nunzio and like, hey, uh, have you figured this one out? Are like, can you give us any pointers as to like what's going on here? And he's like, yeah, I'm on challenge four. Uh, we're like, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> and and so you know, it was kind of at that point like uh, we we took a bit of a collaborative approach. You know, we we worked together on a call. Um, you know, in in a lot of cases, you know, we were working individually, but kind of bringing things together of of interesting things to point out and note. You know, as we were moving through them. Yeah, and I think that's the best thing about a challenge. Like, it's like. Not only, I mean, there's some people who like to go solo with challenges and just kind of do themselves to prove themselves kind of things. But I think when you work in a group, that is where you really have the fun, the most fun out of it. Like, even if you don't win first place, it is what it is. But it's just like you guys are going at it. It's like going, uh, I don't know if any of you guys worked in the government sector or, or anything like that. But it's similar to that where you're in working on a campaign or working on uh, engagement if you've done red teaming before for anyone out there. And you just, you know, you can see it. You can see the horizon. You can see the end goal. And you guys just going out there, just hammering it out. And this, you know, then you have stories afterwards about all the struggles and all the dumb stuff you did and all the, you know, the red herrings that we that we put into the systems. And it's just it's just amazing. Um that's that's what really got me into CTFs at least. You uh when you asked me, are you working with this person? Because you guys submitted an answer right around the same time. I swore you were gonna ban us. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I just I was thought like, it was no. interesting. Like, hey, they both submitted it two seconds apart. That is yep. very uh, interesting. And then <laughs> yep. they did it again. <laughs> yep. So did he yep. lie? Did he say yeah? He went. Oh, no. He went. Well, yeah, but I'm not. Sh I'm not sharing answer the code. I'm just, you know, we're talking strategy, high yeah. level. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, lots of high level. Lots of. Uh... Uh, so like great job on the red herrings. Like those were like very nicely done. Cause I, I spent, I mean, we, we spent collectively probably a couple of hours Friday and Saturday of just like banging our heads against the wall going, is it in the source code? No, we checked the source code. No, let's check all of the functions, go into the JavaScript. I mean, let's, let's pull this apart. Oh, I mean, I, I was decompiling large parts of this, this web app to, to get down to the, you know, the stuff that wound up not being important, but that's, uh, I, and I, I'm not going to go in, in, into any more details, but very nicely done. Yeah, I, I had to reel them so... in a few times because they were they were getting a little bit too deep, and we noticed a a, a pattern um, 
especially in the earlier challenges is not don't think too hard about it it's, it's well the one thing the that would have the one thing that would have saved a lot of people and i'm uh, this is a small spoiler uh a lot of people would say is that based off the challenge if you actually watch the episode that that challenge is circled around it's like i think uh 10 minute episode or 15 minute piece of the episode all the answers are right there for all the stuff you have to do because it it basically simulated you being in that episode and what was going on during that episode so so, so we didn't pick up or i i didn't pick up on that but uh i, I did start to do that for all of the uh the subsequent challenges uh, i went back and and, and watched you know the, the matrix movies and you know tr- pulled out some of that those details and i was you know we're talking about this and i'm throwing these scenes up in youtube going parse the dialogue let's do this stuff let's let's pull it apart mm-hmm. um so yeah it was it was great You've probably then, seen all my post requests of every single uh, Mr. Robot episode name <laughs> for answer submissions. So uh, I just want to also say, uh, just to throw it out there, Fresh Bakes Cookies is a bitch. Oh, uh, I know exactly which one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that is Oracle. Uh, yep. Yeah, I think that's yeah, the that's... second one in Oracle, right? Yep. Deceptive. Yep. Slightly deceptive. Yeah. Um, and that's where that's where those things are. This entertainment. Wow, I didn't realize my my, my oh, I fixed everyone else's uh, video feed except for mine's, and I'm getting like cut off. But let me go ahead and fix that. Uh, yeah, why don't you go yeah, thank you. Thank you. I was gonna. Ask, so I'll ask the guys first, and then you can chime in with your your side of the the story. Because I saw after the fact, I saw some of the Discord banner, and it was like DM me, DM me. So when I helped Dev test these, because I'm pretty much a CTF noob, um, I helped him test them last year for Shmoo and then uh, tested them this year. And I was a little bit better this year, but um, he was so condescending to me with like his hints that he would give. And he'd be like, are you sure you did it right? And like he, he would think he was being helpful, but he was not being helpful. So was he better at hints for you guys than that? Or was he also kind of a dick? <laughs> uh, so I think I'm the only one that could directly speak to that. Um, yeah. I, I don't I don't know if if you guys had conversations with uh, with Dev directly, but um, uh, I honestly like I, I just want to speak to to this that one of the things I think we tend to have a bad habit in, especially in security and information technology as a whole, is information gatekeeping. You know, uh, understandably with, you know, CTF, we don't want to give direct answers, but like provide some level of general guidance. But, you know, I, I, I hate it. And this is not the case here by any means. But um, when people are like, go figure that out on your own versus providing some level of mentorship, right? Try harder. Try harder, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it goes back to OSCP, right? Try harder, get good. It's it, It's a... It's a mentality that is kind of per- pervasive in cybersecurity, and uh, that's that's the nice part about a CTF is you can kind of break down some of that, and really get hands-on familiarity with tools. You know, really start to look at a design process. You know, and, and how does that impact the choices that are being made? So yeah, very absolutely. You know, I I, I didn't have any uh, toxic uh, hints or uh, you know bad uh, bad guidance, but uh, you know. It was nice to have the Discord as an option to say, "Hey, you know, can, can, can you check this? Can you, can, can, can we confirm that we're at least not uh, spinning wheels here?" 
and I think Neo uh, was unsolved because uh, I think we essentially QA'd the final answer for um, for that that last challenge because there was a uh, I believe there a, was a space there was a, there was space. a space yep so we're like hey we're not getting this and and there was issues on both sides so you know there was an issue with enumeration on our side and then also an identified space within the answer that shouldn't have been there so, so but good. No, with that said, um, one thing I, will, I love to do is put more programming challenges into the CTS. But when I did that the first year, I was told that's too hard for people. And that the programming challenge could get a little bit like too messy and make it really complex for people. Um, do you find the programming challenge to be uh, kind of a roadblock or something that was a, a mile high to uh, overcome? Uh, so so I'll, I'll say this, I, I definitely utilize ChatGPT to help me uh, create <laughs> a number of those code blocks. Um, it's, it's a wonderful hey. tool for us that wait, don't live in code day to day. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm going to take away your, your um, first place. Trophy. <laughs> <laughs> I give it to ChatGPT. Yep. No worries. Go for it. Um, I, I did also rely heavily on Trey, who is, is a much better programmer and, and thinks that way more so. So I'll, I'll toss it to him on that. I was going to say, Trey, you, you did operations for a while, right? So that's kind of yeah, scripting. I, mean, I, I did IT. Yeah. I, you know, I, I started with a scripting background, um, done a lot of hack the box, you know. So, I mean, there's, learning to leverage those tools is an important part of cybersecurity. And I think being a, a security practitioner in, in any instance can benefit from that. But you do kind of force people into a kind of uh, pathway where, I, you know, maybe there should be an option to programmatically discover this clue or, you know, solve other challenges to, to get to, to the same information. Not, and that's, you know, when, when you only have four or five challenges that may be kind of out of scope for, for this stuff, but it's nice to have those options for people that are newer that don't necessarily have the, the program programming chops to quickly and, 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 you know, responsibly iterate over a, a script to throw a bunch of requests at a web server. Um, Cause that was the other thing too, was we weren't really sure, Hey, are we going to be banned for throwing a thousand requests at this web server? <laughs> like, are we going to like, are we going to like take it down for everybody else? Um, so I think maybe just like a, you know, a heads up that like some of this stuff is going to be programmatic and done through a CLI is probably a good disclaimer just to, to get people in the right mindset. But I, I, I mean, I loved it. I thought that it, that was a great challenge. That was probably, I think, the most fun we had with a challenge was was working through that one. Yeah, all the tools that you guys provide right off the bat, very helpful. Um, mm -hmm. Even as an analyst, I, I I hadn't seen over half of those tools. Um, and you know, you guys did put the disclaimers like you know all pretty much all of these challenges can be done through these tools itself. Um, so providing those right off the bat, um, I think removes a lot of the fear of like, oh, well, do I have everything that I need in order to actually solve this? Um, it's all laid out right there in front of you. So you can actually tackle the issue at hand instead yeah, of worrying actually, about what you're missing. That was actually one thing that I had a, a, I complained about is like those tools at the beginning are kind of a red herring because you don't really need them to even solve anything. And then right. I had a couple other people in on, on prem come up to me like, what are the tools for? I'm like, yeah, I had the same question. <laughs> but yeah, once you got into the higher level tool or higher level challenges, definitely needed those tools. So yeah. 
actually we have one person who did some of the challenges, like completed, I think, two, maybe three of the challenges, all from the phone. Um, wild. That's wild. Yeah. And they said without the tools, there's no way they could have got as far as they did. I think at one point they did break out their laptops for some of the challenges, but it was just like, yeah, I got it. I had to go ahead and uh, I was able to use the tools. It's drop. I mean, it was painful. You have to like basically type a lot of things, but it's like, I didn't, he didn't want to break out his laptop. And I was just like, Hey, be, do you, man, if you want to do it on a, on a mobile phone, go for it. I, I highly recommend at least a tablet or something, but Hey, um, I commend that man. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, uh, I, that is dedication. I also yeah, don't I mean, think a lot enough people know about cyber chef and I apologize for interrupting cyber chef, such a useful tool. Yeah. I mean, well, it is and it isn't. So if you're using CyberChef professionally, download a copy and keep it there. Because mm -hmm. I am very, I'm not saying they are doing this, but they might be just logging some information that you may not or may want. I mean, I went through the code. It looks really clean. I didn't see anything where it's kind of sending data. But hey, never know. If you're using it professionally, there is a download and you can run it locally and you can just have it available. But for CTF, who the hell cares? Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I just saw uh, there's a great uh, GitHub that uh, I think Casey Smith posted about oh. CyberChef, like shortcuts. Oh, on Twitter, it was on Twitter the other day, nice. and there was like like twenty like pre-done recipes with like what they are, and the very first thing that they say on that is download a copy. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Is that going to be? Is that in the Discord somewhere? Maybe you could post it. I can. I can find it. Maybe. That'd be. That'd be awesome. And, uh, if Casey doesn't tweet as much as he does and then the other thing is the main goal of ctf though is not really to like expose people to new like those new ways of doing things even though most of it is old and it's that's like kind of a side effect the main thing is to kind of break out of the mentality that most people think in like the the standard oh i got this this is how i think about it. like no like let's break out of things really look at it from a outside the box approach and then analyze stuff like one of the challenges, you had to go and look at a file that most that's on almost every website. And most people don't realize how dangerous that file is uh, from an attacker standpoint. Because it, it basically tells you a bunch of information unbeknownst to like to the person who put it up there, like it can be leveraged in such in such ways that it's not that it was never meant for. Um and that's what it is. It's like thinking outside the box, how can these things be used and how from an attacker standpoint it can be in, it can then help them or aid them in discovering information about your um, application or what you do. Because when I do any type of uh, web application pen testing, that's the first thing I do is I just go ahead and I do a bunch of reconnaissance and look for information about your, your site and what is going on. Um, so that's the other thing that I really try to push is to think outside the box. And for people who can't get it, I get it. You know, like not everyone can think outside the box. Not everyone has that hacker mentality. Um, this is good entryway to kind of like start getting into that kind of like start like really feeding it and getting you to start seeing how you think outside the box and how or how you can even if you can't do it natively create a instruction set or like like um, Brandon posted up there like that that cheat sheet of what you some things you can look for and do so if you're a blue teamer those are things like hey I want to check this I want to check that. Am I doing this? Am I doing that the right way? And so, so forth. So, again, it's hard to get into details without giving out spoilers. But uh, <laughs> for those who did the challenge, you know exactly what I'm talking about. 
Uh, sure do. Yeah, uh, we I, we should do a recap after all the you know the, the the challenges have been posted, and that way we can we can dive into some of the nitty gritty of you know what what we found. But uh, I, I'm sorry, Nate, I cut you off there. Oh no, uh, that's okay. Uh, I was just gonna say I'd be very interested in a uh, a subsection of uh, Dev Badlu's uh, hyper hard challenges uh, if those are something that you still have sitting out there somewhere, you know, because these were a lot of fun and provided some some unique challenges and and pathways of thinking. Uh, but I mean, I'm always up for something more challenging than those even. Oh yeah, uh, that's what I'm gonna. So it was actually supposed to come out this year and got pushed back because I didn't have enough time to really cook it enough to get it where I wanted. Plus, when we did Smoocon 2022, it kind of fell apart because it was, I thought it was like a medium. I, that's how, I, so Smoocon 2022, you probably don't see it on the website. What it is, is all three of the matrices um, challenges. So it was um, Neo, Oracle, and um, Neo, Oracle, what's the other one? Oracle. Is this called, called Matrix? I think it I was don't know. Neo. Oh, yeah. Neo, Oracle, and Matrix. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So those three were actually one challenge for 2022. And the way it worked was that you go in and challenge, you do Matrix. And then after you finish Matrix, you can take the red pill or the blue pill, and then you go down different paths. And it was a lot, and people just couldn't get their head wrapped around it, or it was just too hard for that event. So that's why we kind of tail a lot of things back. But after that one was supposed to be another one called Whopper. So that's from um, uh, Chuck, shall we play a game? Uh, what is it called? War Games. Uh, War Games, thank you. It was from yeah. War Games where it was the interactive console and it basically, it was like Telnet into it and you get and you got to do all kinds of complex things within there. But after seeing that challenge kind of fall apart, it's kind of like, ooh, maybe that's too far and too hard for people. But War Games was supposed to be the next one. And um, it was supposed to be, you get in there, you basically, it's all web-based. You're going to like have a council, you tunnel into it, and then you got to decipher a lot of the uh, logics in the functions, and you have to do all kinds of um, brute forcing, not brute forcing, but password hashing, um, reverse password hashing, and stuff like that. It was a lot of that stuff, and I, that's why I took your tailor back. Um, <laughs> That just sounds. Do you have that available somewhere that we can? It's know. actually in the challenge. It's actually there. It's just commented out the code, so we I could kind of uh, resonate it to some degree and put it back up there. I think the person, the only person who's seen it to some degree was uh, Mike from our team. Okay, Mike was the one going, "Wow, this looks really cool," and I'm like, "Yeah, but this is a hard one. They couldn't do the medium one. I don't know about putting a hard one up there." So that got delayed. I'll probably release it though for the general public um, after we do the next challenge, which hopefully we could do B side Buffalo or B side Rochester. Uh, hopefully we could help support them and do it for them. Um, or if you're a B side out there, and you want you need a crypto challenge, hit us up. It don't cost you anything. We do, we put it out there. Uh, the only thing we ask is that you supplement the um, any prizes or whatever. But other than that, we would host it, build it. Do everything for you. Uh, Speaking of prizes, I... did you get y'all's uh, addresses to get a challenge coin? Yeah, I believe you get I. A, you get a Trevor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Guess Thank you very much. Thank you, Beto, for uh, for that uh, statement. But um, the next one is actually going to be Heroes. So I know it's not a hacker movie or anything, but I really like the I really like season one of Heroes. Um, save the print. Uh, save the cheerleader. Save the world. 
Is that yeah. what we're talking about? Like okay. how you specified yeah. that you liked season one. <laughs> That's the only good one. <laughs> only season one. Just, uh, of course. One. Yeah, after that, it went downhill fast after season one. Um, but season one was amazing, and it's going to be based off of season one. Um, it's still in the, I'm, it's still in my head. I got to kind of like put it out there. But uh, it's going to be based off the villain. Give you, that's a little spoiler, a little hint. Uh, it's all about the villain because he's my favorite character of all in Heroes, season one, and only season one. They really should make another season though, besides Piper? season one, right? Oh? So, yeah, you're right. Yep. Yeah. yeah, they should. I it stopped like abruptly too, right? And then they were talking about doing a movie. Wasn't that a victim of the the last uh, strike? I think it, it got right. It got writer strike. That makes sense. Probably because they did make I a think. reboot. They rebooted it. There was, was talk um, having like a movie. Heroes Reborn came out. Oh yeah, but no but one. Did it was garbage. Up, they didn't pick it up where it left off, though, did they? I don't know. I never seen any after season. I, I literally only saw. I saw all the. Okay, I did see all the Heroes episodes because I'm an idiot. But I refused <laughs> to be reborn after that. After mm-hmm. I saw where they went with the circus or some, I don't even know what the hell they were doing. Uh, it just went, what the, what were you guys thinking? You had such a great season one. How do you flush it down the toilet that fast? Um, but they did. So if, do you have any uh, help, any uh, tips or, or for anyone out there who wants to complete the challenge? Um, Lurker or T... T- I cannot pronounce your name. Uh, <laughs> All good. His name's Trey. You can just say Trey. I'm yeah, gonna Trey. Say, I should have. I should have changed it right now to Trey on the on the screen. Yeah, that, that's fine too. Uh, <laughs> but um, any any tips for anyone out there? I think Nunzio wants to say something. He's he's gearing up for it. No, nah, he's like, nah, I'm just enjoying the show. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so tips. Uh, I would say. Uh, look very closely at what's being presented to you. And that's kind of like ground rules for any CTF, but like, especially this one, um, don't be afraid to just try the simple things first. And that seems kind of really rudimentary, but for people that like to dive in really deep, really fast, that that would have saved us a fair amount of time. Um, and pay pay really close attention to how uh, the answers are kind of derived from the clues because some of those things can, can help you make the leap on the next challenge. Not necessarily the information, but like how you got from the clue to to the, the answer or the password. Um, so that, that would just be some good general recommendations. Yeah, you uh, nailed it. Yeah, indeed. I... I would say if you're starting to look into a uh, file header formation, you've probably gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were uh, pulling apart a GIF and like pull, pulling it down to like, you know, hex, hex information. And, uh, you know, I know exactly what you're talking about, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So so I, it is now ingrained in my memory, the the hex values for how uh, a GIF header looks and and how to specify its settings. So. Wonderful. Like I, I think that that's an interesting thing, though, to to touch on. So, I think in any CTF, there's something you'll walk away with that you didn't come to the table with, right? Um, so, I think that there's a lot of value in that. Um, but yeah, overthinking. If if you feel like you've gone too far, then maybe you have. Take a step back and reapproach. Um, start from step one. Figure out how you got to step two. 
and then maybe you'll figure out how to get to that step three. Um, so that would be probably my my advice. And if if it's okay, I have a question for you, Dev. Um, Go ahead. So. So obviously you're kind of the mastermind of these CTFs, and so as you're as you're putting them together, I'm sure you have very specific ideas of um, solving methods. You have to kind of think through the steps, you know, for each challenge individually. You know, what's what's kind of your your thought process as you're building them out? You know, from determining what you would consider to be easy to what you consider to be hard, and then trying to think on a, a broader mindset of what's actually easy for somebody else that isn't me versus what's harder, right? Because some things that come naturally to some of us might be harder to others yep. and vice versa, right? Yeah, so the way I look at it is I look at the tools needed to solve a challenge. So the first thing is I create, um, I wish I could share my screen, um, but I can't. But I create a, basically it's like a square with two blocks on the top of it, right? So it looks kind of like a pixelated Mickey Mouse, if you think about it. So the two blocks on the top, the square base in the center basically talks about what the challenge is and what is it that, the theme is about and what is like, how is it hidden and all this other stuff where the top right one talks about the strategy on solving it. And that's what I pay the most attention to. Okay, the strat strategy on solving it really tells you how complex something is. So is it something that is well-known, a toolkit or a tool set that's well-known? If it is, that kind of marks it down closer to easy versus hard. Where it's like, oh, this is a niche kind of tool that you've never seen in your life before, unless you've done CTS for the last five years. And that's how I can gauge like how hard it is. And then after that, I then look and see, I try to get each challenges progressively harder, right? Um, but I got to balance that with not only being progressively harder, but also fit into a theme. Because unlike most CTFs out there, um, I try to make CTFs that are all theme-based. Like it has one theme, it has a storyline it's following, and it's trying to stick close to that storyline. So that way, if you've seen that movie, you've seen that TV show, you kind of feel like, okay, I know exactly where they're going with this movie or how the movie is going. At least I try to follow that as close. So sometimes the challenge hardness will take a step back to where the theme is in, um, as, as it plays out within the movie or, or the TV episode. Um, but that's how I gauge it. I look at the tool sets. I look and see what's involved. And I look and see what kind of background someone would need to solve this. Um, so I do that kind of mental equation in my head to go, well, you're going to need to um, know how to use CyberChef. You're going to need to know how you need to know about hashes, MD5 hash. Um, so CyberChef, MD5 hash. And then maybe I would throw in there a little other little spice in there of um, like maybe you once you do the MD5 hash, you then got to go and uh, take that value and then maybe decipher it another step or do another thing into it. So how easy is this for someone to do um, and figure out? And that's how I gauge it. So it really is based on my own personal opinion. Uh, but that's why I try to get, and I use the word try really like capital letters there, try to get people in our company to kind of do the challenges to kind of give me some feedback. Like, wow, this is really hard. Oh wow, this is crazy. Um, oh, this is way too easy. And I have to kind of be careful who I choose with that, right? Because I have someone who's the same mindset as me. Oh, this is all easy. Yeah, I get it. No problem. And then you end up with something where people are just pulling their hair out. So that's why you got to also make sure you like. I pull a person who's very technical. I pull someone who knows how to turn on the computer, and that's as far as they go. And that's for those who wonder who that is. That's Brandon. Uh, <laughs> 
Oh, I was. <laughs> I, I thought it was me. Makes the one without his hair. All right. Yeah, I was gonna say we're 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 in that club there, man. Oh, yeah, they not hold it all then, out. Uh -huh. Yeah. And then there's people who um also like how far how much cybersecurity experience do you have or knowledge you have to then also engage with it. Um, the one thing that I try to stay away from is doing things that are gimmicky or that is like, oh, I want you to spend the next 30 minutes going through a Twitter post to look for the following things and then kind of like really do like a, like a deep dive analysis. I've seen that at DEF CON and at some other ones, and I hated those. Like if you, because the thing is, it lends, it basically, if you know the history of something, you automatically have an edge experience that everyone else. And it's not about your skill set. It's more about you just happen to know this fact. And I, I, I don't know. I, I try to stay away from those things so that way it's kind of an even ground. For a lot yeah, of those, those kind of things thing. that you're describing sound more like just a, a generic puzzle and not so much yeah. a, you know, a cybersecurity related thing. Like, it, if you're not teaching me a tool, if you're not teaching me a technique, like, what's the point? Uh, I had one question, which is like, Trey, you said you've done Hack the Box. Other guys, you said you do a little bit of CTFs. Like, how often are you guys doing competitions like this? Myself, not too often. Um, yeah. I think um, uh, Nathan, myself, and, and another one of our team members on um, on our team, we're going to be doing another one, another CTF like com mm -hmm. competition um, in the next few months. Um, so, uh, yeah, we don't do it too often. Um, definitely going to try and do them some more though. Yeah, you got the got the bug, and now you're now you're going for it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I, I I think the hardest thing is, and you could, you guys could tell me this is true or not. It's finding a team, one that you actually think, like one that you actually can meld together with and actually help each other out. I mean, I that's what I always struggle with. It's finding a team that is consistent. Like we were going to do hack the box at our company, and besides me and one other person, Brandon, um, on the no one else volunteered to do it. And it kind of fell apart. So, you know, I always found that to be a hardest piece. Well, Fortress. it's... Go ahead, I'm Trey. sorry. No, you go. Go, go ahead. Nope, I insist. <laughs> let, let me let you easy, go. Easy, guys. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think finding uh, people that you can communicate in, like, a, not a shorthand, but, like, you know... You know each other's strengths. You you know each other each other's weaknesses. Um, really kind of helps kind of build that that kind of CTF sort of team or uh, bond. Um, so yeah, it, it kind of pays to have a diverse set of backgrounds, uh, especially doing this stuff. Um, my first CTF was at B sides Tampa, I think in 2017. Um, so kind of I do about one or two a year. Just, you know, find them, do do a hack the box, do a Vuln hub. Um, you know, so I, I try and do do more of those than I do, uh, you know, tr a traditional full CTF. But um, it's, great, you know, it's great practice wherever you, you can find it. I was just going to say that um, fortunately for us, uh, you know, I've known Nunzio for about eight years. I've known Trey for about six almost. So we have... Kind of that long existing friendship. Uh, we we get together every week and play tabletop games, so we kind of have a, uh, a potentially unfair advantage, um, you know, compared to other people. So, yeah, it's way say. faster to go. This is just like that thing we did last time. Then, oh yeah, let's break it down. Let's let's talk about cryptography. Let's you know, you need an IV and a and a you know, ah. all of that stuff. 
So you guys didn't get the true experience of just walking into like DEFCON be like, oh, there's a challenge. Let me find three other people and let's try doing this. And then <laughs> you get three people and then they're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I'm just saying, I just showed up for my looks. I'm like, oh, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's me, uh, classically. I just show up for, for my looks. Same. <laughs> Jake, I don't know who you're talking to. <laughs> So where where are you guys based out of? Are you all working from home? From I mean, you said you do tabletop games, so you must be relatively close to each other. Yep, uh, we're all around like the uh, the Tampa Orlando area. Okay. So yep, in Florida. Sorry to hear that because summertime yeah. is coming up for you guys. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, thankfully, uh, air conditioning is a is an important thing down here. What I can't get over in Florida is the size of the bugs down there. Like Jesus Christ, are they on steroids? What the hell? True story. No, man, you're you're not wrong. We have so like most people have like a they're familiar with what a roach is. It's about this big. We have palmetto bugs. They're they're five to six inches long. They're they bigger than your hand, and they will fly directly at your face. They have no fear. Yeah, the the, the bugs palmetto do bugs the same myth that Florida man does. So. <laughs> yeah, it's actually a cryptid. Uh, we have a, the, the, yeah, it's a, it's a Florida native species down here. Oh. Yeah, I did not Florida know. Florida men riding swamp puppies all over the place. Just, it's, it's a pandemic. We, we went to Disney last, last June, and I did not know what I was walking into. But yeah, 95 degrees and what, 90% humidity, just all day, Nin- every day. 95, yeah. 99% humidity. Yeah, was- Mm-hmm. <laughs> So lost, what they, they don't tell you is, yeah. yeah, like they built Disney in, in a swamp. And so it can be 100% humidity and not raining. Which uh, I, which and... is, that, that blew my mind when I seen that mm-hmm. before. Like, how's it not, like, don't mean that it has to be raining? <laughs> nope. You would think so. But uh, unfortunately, Florida weather disagrees. That That is the <laughs> nice thing about being in Florida. If, if you don't like the weather, just wait a minute. It will change. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I heard that. Give it 15 minutes. Yep. Yep. I mean, like, it's going to be really nasty, and then it, it'll stop. Uh, so where oh, are yeah. you guys located? Are, are you all... Uh, all over the world. Lo- local? All okay. The yeah, we're... Um, so Trimark is officially based out of D.C., which is why Charm up in the Maryland, Baltimore area um, was kind of one that they tend to gravitate toward. And then we've got, of all of our employees, I think we we touch like almost half the states maybe like we're we're pretty well all over the place yeah Co- i mean we cover all yeah we cover all four uh continental time zones no problem um yeah i'm in ohio yeah deb's new york brandon's in illinois but likes to pretend he's from missouri or alaska oh because my chiefs <laughs> yeah yeah chiefs yeah yeah so one thing I was I wanted to see if you three were interested in is do you want to help build the next challenge we do? That sounds like fun. Absolutely. Yeah, because yeah, I, I think, think that would be enjoyable. Yeah, and I could share my methodology and then even if you guys want to start building your own challenges and stuff like that. Uh, because the problem that we a lot of places places face is there's not enough challenge builders. There's not um enough maze builders or whatever they call they call it master. I can't remember. But there's not enough of them out there. And, you know, it's just for companies, it's, that's the best way. Like, that's, I got into CTFs building by actually doing it for building it for my development team. It wasn't really like this, like the CTFs you see now. It was more of a bad application 
that you had to find your ways to hack. It's a vulnerable application. You had to hack your way into and do different things, and you found different tokens within there. And then someone who found all the tokens got a uh, like a free um, day off, um, non-PTL day off, and stuff like that. Second place was free lunch and stuff like that. Uh, so that way, encourage them to do it, but it also it was meant to educate them on how to hack a web application without telling them you're learning how to hack a web application. So that way it was gamifying the whole process. And I found that that was just a great way to, to teach people. They had fun doing it. It built team, community, like mor the morals went, um, morale went up, all that stuff. And, you know, I think more companies should be doing it. Like take a week, have your team go out there and build, do these exercises. Um, have your team build a hack. Um, and if you don't, if you can't do it, then just build a hack the box team and have it guys go out there. And if you don't get in the top 10, it's fine. You know, that's not the goal. The goal is just to go out there, work as a team, problem solve, learn different methodologies, and really just get to know each other and each other's skill sets. And I think that goes a long way for a lot of companies. How many other folks do, do y'all work with? Um, so from security operations, probably about six. Um, our security team as a whole is... Uh, maybe about four or five times that. Okay. So, so different different areas within the company, truly. Sure. So, gotcha. Um, and what, how many how many employees total? I'm just curious. I'm always curious about the ratio. He's trying to hack you, so be careful. Social engineering hey. right now. Yeah, this is social engineering, right? Like, uh, <laughs> we're in the Listen, one hundred thousand range. You already asked me for for my address, and I felt pretty, uh, you know, upset about that. I am such a blue teamer. I wouldn't know what to do with the information if I did it. I'd be like, "Cool, no. well, I can I can help you lock down your AD. You need that." <laughs> the, the best thing True. is when I ask Lurker if you want to join this call. He's like, "Oh, are you guys trying to sell me something?" It's okay. I'm, I'm well. I jump on a call. So you want to sell me something? You know, is this part of the challenge? Like, you have to do this. I'm like, "No, it's this this show we do." We're a bunch yeah. of idiots. It's so, so used to it. Hey, we'll send you a backpack if you uh, sit on the 30 minute call with yeah, with Primark Security. We. Do you want a I water bottle and a branded sure. screwdriver? Yeah. Branded screwdriver, jeez. Best screwdriver I've ever owned. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but to answer your question, I would definitely be interested in you know helping with or you know learning how to do um, you know, CTF development. You know myself uh, more so with some level of guidance or or input. You know, so that would be really cool. I will yeah, say, Dev is even though. He plays a jerk on TV. He's a very good mentor. So, yeah. Nice. They usually are. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that, that lunch for free now, Jake. Thank you. <laughs> Your check is in the mail, right? Like, let's, uh... I don't know. No, based I... on his reaction to that free PTO day, I think that's what he wants. <laughs> I, 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 saw, I saw that shock when, uh, when he said, oh, you, you, get a free, you get a free day of PTO when you solve that challenge? I, I see you. <laughs> Nick might try a little extra hard. You can have as many days off as you want. I'm not his boss. I don't really care. That's uh, true. Not my boss at all. So, <laughs> real quick question for you three, because I keep hearing you guys say you do hack the box. Just curious, how far have you got in hack the box? Like, what's your rank? Not great. I mean, I'm gonna. Be, uh, I'll be honest with you. It's uh, it's something that I'll, I'll do on like you know the weekend when I I don't have anything else to do. And fortunately, you look back and you're like, oh, I I did it. Five months ago. All right. Well, I got to got to get back on it. But uh, um, I've done a couple of their their medium and hard boxes, but I, I don't think it's it's anything to, to brag about. Um, 
I can check actually while Nate answers. Uh, I've, I've, I'm still working through like the the beginner boxes. Um, but to be fair, I haven't dedicated enough enough time to it. Um, you know, so red teaming is not something I've been super strong in. Um, in in the past, it's something that I want to get better at and continue to develop. Um, but I, I still find challenge in some of the easier hack the box box uh, scenarios. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Um, mostly focused around blue team stuff, not um, not uh, red team hack the box. Um, so I definitely haven't been there as much as I would like to. Have you guys yeah. done try hack me at all as well? Mm -hmm. That one I feel like I've liked that one a lot better, just because I feel like it provides a little bit more of that background that you might desire from like the blue team side. Um, I loved, and I would encourage anybody to to go. I don't even know if you can go back and do the advent of cyber that they did in December. It was a new, like a new challenge every day, and it was like a I don't know a five to fifteen minute challenge that they'd release a new one, and they 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 gamified the entire thing, so it told a story throughout all thirty days, um, and they went all the way through something as simple as like just taking a hash and reverse it, and, you know. Um, putting it through crack station or whatever to doing like a, like a game hack where they built a game and they would teach you how to adjust the parameters of the game. And um, they did all sorts of really interesting things and they walk you through the entire thing. So I thought that was pretty sweet. Sounds really cool. cool. Yeah. So no pressure and you don't have to say it was mine or whatever, but uh just going around the room like quickly uh this one and what was your favorite ctf you ever done again you don't have to say my you can say something totally different it is jake you start good. uh i i you know i'm i'm such a noob uh just running through the over the wire series was was a ton of fun for me um yeah it was something i did on the weekends and you know spend five minutes here five minutes there and like they're not super hard but they kind of got me back into the that way of thinking so the uh, best one I've done this year is uh, Devs. Big surprise. It's the only one. Oh, okay. Sorry, buddy. So I, don't, I, I don't have to send that termination letter. Got it. <laughs> Wait a second. You're not my boss. We just talked about this. <laughs> no, he, he can't approve PTO, but he can't approve permanent PTO. That's a, that's, that's a different <laughs> thing. I'd pay PTO. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're prom prom uh, promoted to customer, right? That's, uh, that's <laughs> how that goes. Uh, no, I, I think my, my favorite CTF was probably Neo. I mean, Neo was a lot of fun. Um, so that that was great. I mean, not to, you know, Brown knows the, the host here, but uh, it was great. And, and not to carbon copy Trey's answer, um, you can tell the, the care and love that go into the CTFs that you guys provide on the site, um, which is kind of why I asked you about your methodology as you're developing them. Um, and, and Neo, while it was considered the hardest one, I think for me, it provided the most, uh, rewarding experience when we get that aha moment and kind of, you know, hit that submit and you finally stop seeing the wrong password. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I hate to be a mimic, but, um, no, I mean, your, your CTF is probably the only one I've done in, in a little while. Um, but I think what I most like about it is, um, like they said, the care and love that you put into it, but also like, you know, you didn't have to go in and dig through a bunch of code to find the answer. You know, if you if you dug too deep, 
um, and you started looking through lines and lines and lines, you're like, all right, something's not right here. Let me take a step back. You always put the answer, um, you know, not really right in your face, but um, not deep enough to be like, you know, just get lost in the sauce, so to say. There was a, a, a really strong adherence to theme that I think you also find in like the best escape rooms. Mm. Um, which, you know, it's kind of a, a weird parallel to draw, but like, I think there's a really strong connection between a good CTF and a good escape room in that you come in with the tool, you know, you're provided all, all of the tools that you need. Uh, you don't need to bring in any external knowledge, but some external knowledge can be helpful. Some of it can, can, can hurt you, especially, you know, if you go too deep or you, you follow a red herring. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I think, I think that was really a testament. I like what you said about the the CTF to escape room. Like um, I, my kids really enjoy the theory behind the escape room, and they don't quite understand what a CTF is yet. So um, I've played with that a couple times. Is right. So my favorite one is the one that I wrote, Dad, <laughs> uh, which was more of an escape room, like for for kids, and it was. Um, but Brandon, locking kids in a basement. Is not really an escape room. Yeah, there's no answer. Yeah. <laughs> they got out. You know, it's fine. <laughs> yep. After the 15 minutes were up, and there, and and I got my nice break. <laughs> okay. I mean, if that's whatever. So let's do uh, go around the room because we're almost near time. Wow, that time went by pretty fast. So sure let's start with you, Jake. Go ahead. Any last actually? Uh, I want to introduce a new, maybe a new segment. Uh oh. Let's talk about a win. Win you've had this week. Just a win you've had this week. Okay. Could be anything. Yeah. Dev, kick it off. A win I had this week? This week. Oh, man. Uh, it can really go up until week. Saturday of last week. Uh, you know, last weekend since. Yeah. Actually, it was just, uh, just getting the feedback from the challenge. That's probably my biggest win. I mean, that wasn't technically, I don't know. I guess that counts until because it was Saturday. But yeah, getting the feedback and hearing people actually enjoying it. I mean, when you when you build something like this, and then like the first time we did it, you didn't really get a lot of feedback, or you kind of outside the feedback loop, it's really hard. And you're kind of like, oh man, did this really suck? Are people liking it? Like, what's going on? Uh, especially because I wouldn't, I wasn't at the, the B side this year, so it's like, oh my god, so it's trying to figure that out, trying to you know. But then getting that feedback and it felt rewarding. Like, okay, I got enough energy to do it again. One more year. So. <laughs> Nate, what what you got? What's what's your win for the week? Um it's hard to say. Uh I mean, oh definitely several like work related wins uh that I can't really talk too much detail, but uh um, NDA. I got it. You know, yeah. Yeah. But but you know, I mean things are great. So um yeah, I'll just leave it at that. Love it. Brandon. I like how you're mixing oh are you oh I see what you're doing. You're going down Twitch, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> right now, uh, I've got two. I've got um, so work related one was, and probably Jake's the only one that knows what I'm actually talking about is put together um, a document for a customer that kind of goes a little bit outside the bounds of what we usually do. So I feel good, humbled that I was able to provide that kind of insight. Um, and then personal goal is. I was able to get all of the boys on my son's baseball team a hit because I am an excellent uh, pitcher, apparently. So, yeah. I thought I played t-ball. 
Uh, no, it's coach pitch. Um, and if they don't hit my pitch, then then we get out the tee, and it's like the tee of shame. Oh. Uh, <laughs> tee of shame. Well, that's that's great. That's those are some good wins. Uh, I think for my win, I b- being invited here to to do this with you guys. Th- this was a, g- a great experience. Uh, it, it was a cool thing to do, cool thing to talk about. Um, definitely, very much appreciate the the ability to come on here and uh, kind of shoot the the crap with with some other cybersecurity pro- professionals, uh, especially when you work from home. So it's it, it was it was very nice. So thank you you guys very much. Yeah, and Nunzio, what you got? Yeah, I got two wins. Um, I mean, you know, I started at this company fairly recently under Nate. Um, so, you know, a lot of it um, has been getting accustomed to the environment and, and really getting up to speed. So, um, you know, this week we've really focused on uh, being like fully autonomous and, and you know, um, working tickets from start to finish um, without too much intervention. So um, I'd say that's a huge win, um, big steps forward. Um, and I guess an outside work win, I replaced the, the battery on my motorcycle so I don't have to charge it like every time I ride it. So that's <laughs> a plus. <laughs> huge win. <laughs> Is it one of those batteries that's like almost fifty to a hundred pounds each, and you got to put like four of them in, or is it? Oh no no no! Uh, I I rode oh. a sport bike, so it it, it is a big. Well, it's a small battery, but it weighed like thirty pounds because it's a lead battery. It replaced it with a lithium ion, so it's like Ooh. a fourth of the weight. Oh, Amazing! Nice. I already know what Jake's win is. Oh, what what's well, my win? You tell me. Jake got an, uh, a brand new electric lawnmower. Oh, I did. Oh, which which one? <laughs> the the Ego Z6. Uh, yeah, I busted that out, and man, that thing goes way too fast, and I was like bouncing all over my yard. <laughs> yeah, my wife got an electric lawnmower last year, and she loves it, dude. It's um, awesome. Yeah. yeah. No, I was gonna say my win was actually uh, giving giving getting Jim Sakura on our team to actually go speak uh, last Saturday at B Sides Charm with me. We we spoke together on stage Wait, you- and. Go ahead. What? You dick. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Me? What? What? No, Dev said, are you talking? Oh, I hear you. Okay. So Dev can't hear me. All right. Screw no, me. it was uh having having getting Jim to talk and then being uh getting just a really positive reception from that. Like we had people come up to us while we were eating. Like, oh your talk was so great. I'm like Cool. Leave me alone. I am eating. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, super fun. Awesome. Good segment, Jake. Thank you. Hey, yeah, I thought of that uh, so, this morning. So, hey, there's another win. Well, that's it. I think good segment. We take those. My 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 headphones is cut off. I think the battery died. So that was fun. I have no idea what anyone's saying right now. So I might be talking over everyone right now, which is amazing. All right. Well, we can kind of hear um, you. So here, the hand signs so amazing to play us out. Going down. Uh, <laughs> anyway, we got to go. So, peace.